welcome everyone tonight. If you are a guest with us tonight, we are very glad to have you in service with us. Those of you that may be joining us by the internet, we welcome you as a part of this service tonight. Pray that you're blessed by it. I know we have a number of folks out of town, so we pray God's blessing upon their travels and return home safely. It's great to have our friend, Brother John Hemus, in service this evening. Praise God. Amen. And uh, I encourage you to keep especially Sister Hemus in your prayers. Of course, don't exclude Brother Hemus. But Sister Hemus' mother is battling Alzheimer's, right? It's Alzheimer's dementia and uh, is going downhill fast. So please keep her in your prayers. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, chapter 51, excuse me, verse 51. 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 51. Famous last words. I don't plan to preach very long tonight. So... Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks, but thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, therefore, because of all of that, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The Amplified says it this way, verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always 
abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile, it is never wasted or to no purpose. Your labor in the Lord is not futile, it is never wasted or to no purpose. Message Bible, with all this going for us, my dear, dear friends, stand your ground and don't hold back. Throw yourselves, throw yourselves into the work of the Master, confident that nothing, nothing, I'm pretty sure the Greek word there for nothing is no thing. Nothing you do for Him. Nothing you do for Him. Nothing you do for Him. Nothing you do for Him is a waste of time or effort. I'm going to preach to you just for a little bit tonight. It's not in vain. Father, thank you for your presence, your sweet presence that's in this place tonight. We may not be knocked over, it may not be some high emotional thing, but God, I sense your presence in this place tonight, and I thank you for that. I thank you for your touch that's already been on lives here tonight. I pray now, God, through your word, that you would speak to some hearts and lives in this place tonight. I pray that you would anoint someone's ears tonight to hear what you would say to them, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, I trust you and depend on you tonight, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. It's, it's not the message, but let me just, let me just make the point quickly and then I will move on. I like the way that the Amplified says it. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. And then it says, always being superior, excellent, or excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. Can I just challenge every individual tonight involved in ministry again it's not the message but let me just take a moment to make the point whatever you're doing do it with everything you've got give it all you've got go above and beyond I don't think that what we do for God should be done half-heartedly. I don't think that the efforts we make should be done half-heartedly. I don't think we should just throw things together because God will move and that's all there is to it. I think we should give it everything we've got and do the best we can. I think... I don't know if I want to give any of the secret away or not so at this point I, 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 I'm going to lean towards not I'll just say this I, I think this 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 place and I realize again some of you are other places on Sunday mornings but this is our this is our headquarters this is our this is our home base I think this place this inside and outside should be the nicest spot in Anne Arundel County 
I know, I know, I, you know, I know the, te- the, the tabernacle was from the outside. It wasn't very attractive. I know it wasn't very pretty. It was what was on the inside. And that's fine, but that's not an excuse for us to not care about what God entrusts to us. So whatever you do, do it with everything you've got. Always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the area or in this more than enough in the service of the Lord. Barnes note says this with regards to the phrase always abounding in the work of the Lord, always engaged in doing the will of God, in promoting His glory and advancing His kingdom. The phrase means not only to be engaged in this, but to be engaged diligently, laboriously, excelling in this. The work of the Lord here means that which the Lord requires, all the appropriate duties of Christians. Paul exhorts them to preach to practice every Christian virtue and to do all they could do to further the gospel among people. We were privileged last weekend, my wife and I, we flew up Saturday evening to Worcester, Massachusetts and we're with brother and sister Robitis. Robitis, they've been to call to war several times and as I've mentioned, brother Robitis has been to uh, some uh, youth manifest 20 years ago. When we did that, and so there's kind of been a connection in this last year or so. The Lord has kind of given me a connection with them, and we went up there this past weekend, and all kind of gotten shortened. But I, I, I have to tell you, I was so deeply challenged. I, I can take my time a little bit and still not preach long, so let me take my time a moment. We actually, we actually almost changed, I, I take that back, I, I tried to change the trip. I tried to change the trip because Sister Robitas was 33 weeks pregnant. And she had communicated with my wife by text message that the doctor basically had her on best bed rest. And so Saturday morning I texted Brother Robitas and I said, Hey, why, your, your wife's well-being is, is more important than the rest of this stuff. Why don't we postpone this? I we got our tickets on Southwest. I can get a credit for my tickets and reuse them later. And and uh, let let's hold off on this. And he he texted back. Actually, the whole story. Crazy thing is, Brother Shelton was ministering in Connecticut, which Worcester and Connecticut were right on Worcester, pretty much near the border of Connecticut. And he and I and my wife were ended up being in the same hotel room, or not hotel room, hotel, <laughs> same hotel. It's my job to continue giving my family fodder to use against me. So there we go. Y'all have fresh stuff. So we can get rid of the story of me waking up to somebody else 15% of the time. We can now talk about Brother Shelton being in the room with us for a while. How about that? They support me greatly, but they also do their fair share of keeping me humble, too, so I appreciate it. The same hotel, different rooms, same hotel. 
How crazy to end up in the Northeast, the same hotel, the same weekend. And so actually Saturday morning when I started texting Brother Robitas, I started getting a text from Brother Shelton expressing his feelings on the situation. So all of that to say, we ended up going. We landed there 11 p.m. Saturday night. Brother Robitas came to the airport, picked us up. It's about an hour drive back to Worcester from there. And we get there Sunday morning. And This was really what I was trying to get to, but the rest of it's now becoming a part of this. You walk in, they, they rent. Really, it's be something comparable to the Knights of Columbus really is what it would be compared to. But you walk in and, and the effort that they go to, the, the, the displays, they've got lovely areas for guests and what's nice signs because they're, they're, they obviously don't have the attitude, well, we're just going to have to suffer through. They've decided we, we can do the best we can and, and and the part that really is, this is the part that's just so challenging. Here I watch this couple. They have two boys, 33 weeks. Sister Robita is 33 weeks pregnant. She, They have no musicians. Nobody plays the keyboard. Sister Robitas leads the worship with some tracks. She ended up having to spend a third of the time or so leading worship propped against a stool. It's kind of it's kind of challenging to sit there and watch that she didn't use that as a cop out or an excuse and she wasn't looking for a way to get out of ministry and went to their house that evening and fortunately they had some help. They don't normally have a Sunday evening service, and they had scheduled Sunday evening. We, Angie was doing a session with the ladies. I was doing a session with the men, and we are going to have dinner and then do a combined session. And fortunately, they had ladies from the church that prepared the meal because at 1.45 a.m. last Monday morning at 33 and a half weeks, Sister Robitas had a baby boy. <laughs> That's... But apparently they've made up their mind. I could say it this way in the context of tonight. That their labor is not in vain. Song says it like this by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. We'll be rewarded. Whatever we do for Christ will last. Listen to Matthew 6, verse 16. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the posters on Facebook who make it known to the world. Oh, that's not in there. (laughs) Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. This, this is, 
Somebody, I've heard some others harping on this, so I'll jump on the bandwagon here for a minute tonight. When in the world did getting off of social media for a couple of weeks become a fast? First off, I don't see how fasting social media is a fast. If you're fasting social media, you've got a much deeper problem going on. <laughs> but then secondly, to post to the world, just so you all know, I'm going to be off here for a couple of weeks because I'm fasting. I've just, I can't tell you how many times I've been so challenged and moved by that. Makes me move to the point I check Facebook twice as many times a day just to show them. You're going to give it up. I'm getting on it more. <laughs> Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head, wash thy face, brush thy teeth, eat thy mints, chew thy gum. Gargle thy mouthwash, <laughs> that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. When you fast, notice he didn't say if, he said when. When you fast, do it in secret and don't give off the impression and let the world know you're doing it because your Father which seeth in secret shall reward you openly. I, I'm, I'm on I'm on Facebook and Instagram. So just for the record, in case you don't know that, I'm on both of them. So I'm not... How in the world am I getting all on social media tonight? I'm not against either one of them. I use them. I personally enjoy them. I know people think there's no good in them, but I think there's some enjoyable stuff. But I, 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 do, I do struggle when people share, you know, what should be moments that, are, that you're not showing the world what you're doing. Here I am, feeding the homeless, clothing those that are... Okay, well, you just got your reward. But for those that do it in secret, Jesus said, the Father will reward you openly. You know what some of you don't understand about some folks around you that get external visible blessings and you're wondering why did they get that how did they get that I'll tell you why they've been doing some things in secret and when they do in secret the father will reward openly Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is there will your heart be also. Matthew 25 verse 34. Then shall the king say unto them, on his right hand, come, ye blessed 
of my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Leave that up there for a moment, please. I'm going to use that instead of my iPad here for a second. One day, one day, one day, Sister Millette and Sister Millette and you other folks from that were part of Pasadena before the facility was lost, one day, Sister Carol, Jesus is going to look at you and say, I was hungry. And you fed me. It's not in vain. Next verse, please, 35. I was hungry and you gave me meat. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. Those of you that helped make this past Thursday possible, thank you. One day God's going to say to you, I was a stranger and you took me in. And he's gonna, you're going to say, when were, when were you a stranger and I took you in? He's going to say, Thursday, Thanksgiving on the hill. Because we had some strangers here on Thursday that had no place else to go. I, I'm not, ta- I mean, I, I know we had church folks, but we had some folks here that I don't know where they would have been, but you took me in next verse naked and you clothed me I was sick and you visited me I was in prison and you came unto me next verse then shall the righteous answer him saying Lord when saw we thee a hunger and fed thee or thirsty and gave thee when did we do that I don't even know what you're talking about next verse When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Next verse. Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? Next verse. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you've done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it. Unto me. You took me to a Navy game with a bag of candy. What? Lord, I never took you to a Navy game. Yeah, when you did it to one of the least. There's some of you in this room right now that this is not just, this is not trying to be dramatic. It's the honest to God's truth that only God knows what you have given. Some, Some are willing to give as long as it goes on their contribution statement at the end of the year. As long as it'll go on my contribution statement for the end of the year, I'll give. I'll give in the offering. I'll write. I'll do whatever. There's people in this room tonight that God only knows. Some of you, literally the thousands 
of dollars that you have given in secret. And I'm here to tell you tonight, not one cent has gone unaccounted. Not one single cent. And he says on that day, that's a pretty major day, he's going to take the time on that day, not, I'm I'm not trying to undermine the announcement that was just made, because I'm all for the announcement that was just made, but not that you spent hours in intercession, not that you danced all over the place, come on in, no, I was hungry, and you fed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was, I was a stranger and you took me in. And it's not in vain. Hebrews 6 and verse 10. For God is not unrighteous. For God is not unrighteous. To forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward His name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. The Living Bible says it this way, For God is not unfair. How can He forget your hard work? For him, or forget the way you used to show your love for him and still do by helping his children. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. In the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You see, according to that verse, that means to me, Brother and Sister Brown, while on a weekly basis you and others invest into the lives of children because of love for those children, At the same time you're making an investment in those lives, you are making an eternal investment in a treasure that is laid up where moth and rust does not decay. It's kind of sad how caught up we get in wanting God to just give us all of the tangible natural blessings instead of valuing the intangible blessings more. Because so many of the things we place such great value on and want God to bless us with, they they don't last. They're here today, they're gone tomorrow. They wear out, they get old, they get dinged up, they get scratched, they get dirty, they break. 
But there is a place where I can lay up treasure where moth and rust does not decay. I believe, I have believe I have lived it in my own life. I believe that I have reaped the blessings of God in this life for things that I have sown into the kingdom. In fact, I know I have. But the bottom line is this. What really matters the most? That God pays me back in this life? Or that I get paid back in eternity? Because again, whatever I get paid back in this life has an expiration date on it. But whatever the blessings and the benefits that come in eternal life because of the treasure I have laid up do not have an expiration date. Can I challenge somebody for a moment tonight that maybe a little bit of bitterness and resentment may be trying to set in because you've given so much and it doesn't seem like God has paid you back. Could it be that He's just decided that He's going to store it all up for you in eternity? But the bottom line is, whatever you have done is not in vain. Whatever you have done, God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which you have showed toward His name in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. You ever had something you were supposed to do for somebody and you forgot? You had something really important you were supposed to do for somebody and you forgot. Oh, man. Oh. I, I think, I don't, I'm not sure if I've ever felt worse. If I have, it, this is in the top five, but I, two months ago, Antioch United, when we were supposed to present Sister. Uh, uh, Nicole Troy with her AML certificate. I forgot. I forgot something extremely important. Something very significant. I forgot and I felt horrible. The good news is the one who ultimately rewards you for what you've done for him does not ever forget. It's not in vain. I've just come tonight with the desire for a moment here to exhort to tell you it's not in vain all of those secret things that you've done that no 
one knows. The ways in which you give that nobody ever hears about. Brother Hemus, I'm certain there are some major sacrifices that you and your wife and family have made. Some of them are very obvious. But then I also know that on a daily basis, there's ways that you guys give and give and give. That it's never in a foreign missions report. It never goes to headquarters. It never gets published. But you give and you give and you give. Every week, is it weekly you guys, what's it called where you guys do the storehouse? You guys do that every week? Every week they a coal. Apostolic Church of Liverpool storehouse. They give food to the community. I understand. I understand that a lot of Christianity has gotten into social things. And, they, and they've gotten into doing it for the wrong motives. That doesn't mean we don't do those things. It just means we try to do them with the right motive. And one day, One day, God's going to call the Apostolic Church of Liverpool around the throne. Say, you know all those scousers that never even darkened the door of the building? It wasn't in vain. And you were storing up treasure where moth and rust does not decay. I want to take a moment here this evening. I wish I could do it for more and wish I could do it for everybody in some form or fashion, but it's just not possible tonight. So what I want to do tonight, I preach this message to try to challenge and more so encourage not necessarily challenge, more so to encourage every individual here tonight. But I would like to take a moment here this evening. This is not taking away from their reward, but sometimes it is appropriate for us to help God out a little bit. Not that He needs our help, but we help Him out a little bit. And I, I just, I want us, I know that we've been through a lot of changes in the last almost two years now, pretty close to two years. And I know, again, there's a lot of people that do a lot of things. And I, I again, I wish we could do something for everybody tonight, but we just felt like for tonight, one thing we really wanted to do was take a few moments and acknowledge and show appreciation for those that are leading Sunday morning daughter works. And I realize in just a moment as we acknowledge some of these, I realize several of them now participate here at Arnold on Sunday mornings because of the changes or because of various changes. Pasadena lost their facility. Brother Sister Johnson making a transition. But the bottom line is, even for both of those couples, they've been doing what they did for a number of years. So, as a small token of appreciation, 
this evening for us to say it's not in vain. Brother Williams and your family, would you come please? Brother Carlos, Sister Zenobia, who obviously have been in D.C. for a number of years, they've also been helping out in College Park throughout this year. Brother and Sister Gross, would you come please? Brother and Sister Bishop. We brought him all the way from Liverpool to deliver our baskets for us. Appreciate that. Very special. Brother and Sister Brown. This one is another transition that just took place last Sunday morning, but Brother and Sister Schoenthal and family... And uh, also not here tonight for brother and sister Ben Kimbrell, again, who have led our Pasadena group for a long time. If you would, would you stretch your hand? Oh, sorry. I'm jumping ahead of myself. That's why I have a better half. Brother and sister Johnson. Already mentioned them. <laughs> Try this again. Would you stretch your hand toward these families? 
Just pray God's touch and blessings upon them tonight. Father, I pray tonight that your word would be confirmed in these lives, God, that everything, every seed that has been sown, everything that has been done in your name, ministry to the saints, ministry of the saints, ministry to the lost, God, that everything that's been done will be rewarded. That you are faithful and you will not forget the labor of love that's been done through each of these families, these ministries, God. I pray strength tonight. I pray refreshing and renewing tonight upon these families, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let your grace strengthen them and empower them, equip them tonight in the name of Jesus. By the power of your Spirit, Lord, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. God, I pray for every individual here tonight. Heaven only knows, God, the investment into lives that has been made by people in this sanctuary tonight. Those, God, in this room tonight who have faithfully, consistently given in secret, God. They haven't shouted from the housetop what they've done. They haven't bragged about what they've given. They haven't made known to others, but they have just faithfully, consistently sown and given Tonight, Father, I declare your word in their lives. That there is nothing that's been done that is in vain. And that every labor, every work of love, God, will be rewarded. And God, whether it's the things you choose to do in this life, the here and now, or if you choose, God, to delay that reward ultimately until eternity, you are faithful to give back for all that's been sown into your kingdom. God, I know that in this room tonight, there are those that have visited you when you were sick. Those that have fed you when you were hungry. Those that have you taken you in as a stranger. Those that have clothed you, God. God, I am absolutely certain that there are many here tonight that no one knows the degree to which that's been done. But I believe you tonight that none of it has ever been done in vain. And God, you keep really good records. <laughs> Thankfully, when it comes to our sin, you wipe that away and don't remember it. But when it comes to what we invest and give into the kingdom... You never forget it, and I thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, praise God. I, I'm going to say it again. I, I, I really wish there was a way to do something for everybody tonight. And I don't say this flippantly. I say this very sincerely. 
if anyone is offended right now because your name wasn't called and you weren't recognized, then the Lord has blessed you with a motive check tonight. There's the Kimbrels. Not being smart, Alec. I really am not. I'm not being smart, Alec. That being said, I tried to communicate it in the email the other day, but it is a great privilege to serve with such a great group of people. I watched once again on Thursday as people came and some that came just simply to give, didn't need to be here, didn't need food, they just but came to give and didn't do it half-heartedly, didn't do it haphazardly, but went above and beyond. And I just want to take a moment on this Thanksgiving weekend tonight to say, as your pastor, I thank you for what you do ultimately for the kingdom of God. And I am confident that it's not in vain. Praise God. I want to mention one more thing in closing. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago, communicated that Sister Bailey particularly was making a transition out of involvement in music here at uh, Antioch Central. Since that time, there have been some other unexpected changes that have come about, and they have transitioned to become a part of Antioch West and what's taking place there. We have a basket for them tonight that we had intended to try to get them here and present, but they're out of town, so they were unable to make it tonight. But I wanted to at least mention that to you and let you know publicly and express our appreciation for Sister Bailey and the job she did as a part of the music ministry over the last eight or nine years or seven, eight years, somewhere along those lines. Praise God. Amen. My watch keeps stopping, but assuming it hasn't just stopped, it's still pretty early. So I sort of kept my word. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being here tonight. Dismissed in Jesus' name.